Welcome, everybody, to another episode of The Human Blueprint. I'm Angelo. I'm Herman. And we have a quote for today. So, Herman, would you like to read the quote? How about you read this one? But you're so good at it. (laughs) (laughs) So, are you ready for this one? I'm ready. Okay. Because the reason why I chose this one is because sometimes I feel a lot of people your age tend to have develop this specific trait so let me read this before you embark on a journey of revenge you dig two graves now do you know what that means or maybe you give me your perception of what that means my perception is that there you don't win by going for revenge and Mm -hmm. that you might as well you might as well just call it a loss for yourself and for the other person Okay, but picture yourself. Let's say someone did something really bad to you and you wanted revenge. How soon do you want it? Instantly. Mm -hmm. What happens when you can't get it instantly? You're basically killing yourself inside. Anger, hate, upset, emotional, all those things. They drain your resources. They drain your battery. Mm -hmm. So when they say dig two graves is because what good comes from it if you take another, if they say eye for an eye, because they took your eye, you're going to take someone else's. Like it just, it perpetuates nonstop. And the reason why we elevate our consciousness, if you will, is to stop that. So that when we stop that, we can actually move on from it. We're not just repeating, perpetuating the same mistakes over and over. Mm -hmm. And the reason why we want to cover this, a lot of people have a lot of revenge in their hearts. A lot of people use that as their motivator. Now, there's much healthier ways to use things as a motivator or something to provide inspiration. But the reason why we don't like the revenge part is because you don't see what it does to you inside. Imagine if we were translucent, transparent, and you were able to see everything you ate, what it did to your body, everything you thought and felt did to your body, everything that you took on as baggage did to your body. Do you think 50% of the things people do, or maybe you do, they would do? I think more than 50%. Okay, so give a percentage. I think if you could see everything, I think just speaking for the general people 99% of what they do they probably would question or not do it if they could see the the effects it had and so just because these don't see it does it mean that it doesn't happen just because you can't physically see what happens when you induce stress what happens when you eat something not healthy what happens when you're you have revenge in your heart just because these don't see it does it mean that it does not exist Mm -hmm. and so a lot of people say they need to see to believe well You can't see all depression, anxiety, hurt, revenge, hate. You don't see that inside, Mm -hmm. but the person has it. So where is it? How do we see that? How do I identify that? I don't know. You don't know? I don't know. If you don't know yourself, like who you are, then how would we be able to identify what someone is going through? It'd be very difficult. Right? So that's why when we're going through life, we have to know ourselves that much better. And let's say someone cuts you off in traffic. 
do you immediately go for the revenge? Or do you say, you know what? We'll let that go. Which one would you do? I would let it go, but I have mm -hmm. gotten upset at that stuff before. So let's say someone talked bad to you, said, called you a name. What do you do? Do you let that go or do you call them a name in return? That one stings a little harder than getting cut off. <laughs> okay. Me personally, mm -hmm. uh, depends in the situation. Mm -hmm. I, I most likely would not call them a name, but it would be very hard for me to not let that affect me. But you see how life is always looking to balance itself. When someone disturbs the balance, you feel that you're below the balance. You want to get back to where your balance was, but that's just the perception, the illusion. You gave up your balance when you perceived that they were hurting you or that the words they said or the things they did actually hurt you. Mm -hmm. Do you understand? Mm -hmm. All of that is the perception. And what we have to understand is when we talk about the revenge, it's just the perception. Just because you felt behind the eight ball, so to speak, or just because you felt that things weren't as balanced or in equilibrium and you felt someone has a gain over you, you can't have that. So what does your ego say? What does your ego want to do? What does your ego want to project? Just to take them down so I can be above them. Mm -hmm. And that becomes a lot of like revenge, hate, right? Mm -hmm. A lot of people don't realize this about themselves. Do you know when you learn revenge? Probably from somebody else, like a parent. Not just from a parent, but it's usually when you're in a very impressionable age and someone took advantage of you laughed at you put you down took away what you perceived to be your belief in your happiness because you gave it away because no one ever showed you how to protect it that's when that emotion is born and you already had it from a past life you just reignited it in the present mm. and for a lot of people when they have that revenge side about themselves, it is very difficult to progress in life because they don't want to listen. They always want to be the one that's right. They always want to be the one that comes first or on top. And that's why we have to understand we can't go through life looking for revenge. We can't go through life thinking that the whole world is out to get us because a lot of people act like that. Right. We have to go through life and say, you know what? Instead of revenge and digging graves how about you know what i pass a baton and help you get to the finish line how about you know what i spend just a little bit more time and help you get what you need so you can help your family get what you need so you can have a much brighter future not a lot of people do that nowadays we want to get back to that we want to get back to where we're not thinking revenge but thinking you know what this person needs more help than me you know what? They need to go a place faster than me. Let them go. So what's the key to get back there? Is it to drop the ego? Number one. But you have to identify it first. A lot of people who have revengeful traits don't even know it. They just react. It's almost become a part of them. And what they don't realize is that reaction, it's almost like they don't even know who they, they are anymore. Just they wait for something to happen so that they could always react to it. So if you're a very reactive person, mm -hmm. what could you do to be a more responsive person? So number one, don't do things that are volatile. So look at who you hang around with. Perfect example. Let's say you go to a tailgate party 
now that NFL season starts. <laughs> let's say you go to tailgate party and let's say two opposing teams going against each other. So two opposing people, types of people are there, both celebrating their team, right? Mm -hmm. What if one disrespects the other side and the other side disrespects the other side? What happens at that tailgate party? Could be a fight, could be things thrown at each other. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've, from what I've seen on the media, things get pretty wild at a tailgate. Pretty fast. Yeah. Right? Not safe. But what do you think that does to a person being in that type of environment? It fuels the fire inside. It's the reason why you're, it's called a fan is because that's the short term of fanaticism. When you're so consumed mentally by what it is that you so-called believe in, and when you allow that consumption to own you, then you act out. That's why there's so much law enforcement, because they know if you bypass that line of fanaticism, you become very unruly. And if there's thousands and thousands of people also with that, it becomes very difficult to control. Mm -hmm. Right? So they want you in that state to spend money, but they don't want you in that state to make their life uneasy. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Right. So that's why you have to watch the environment. Is the environment you're in promoting more revenge, promoting more hate, more greed, more anger, more disrespect, you know? Or is the environment that you're surrounding yourself in saying, you know what, maybe that person wants to go faster. Maybe they needed to go somewhere faster than you for that extra second. Mm -hmm. Maybe someone who projected that negativity with words calling your name, maybe that's because that's what someone did to them that day. Mm -hmm. Doesn't mean that you're, you're going to be a walking mat. It just means that you're not going to take that drama. Right. And I think when you talk about environment, it could also be relevant that your phone is also part of your environment because of course instagram if you're not following herman and us on instagram follow <laughs> but no, i'm just kidding instagram and like all these other platforms you've essentially created a, an environment that people spend a lot of time on them today so when we talk about being reactive and responsive i think i heard somebody say that to be less reactive like don't check your phone of course first thing in the morning of course. Because then you automatically put yourself in like a reactive mindset. Of course, because this is programming. TV, it's regular scheduled programming. Mm -hmm. Everyone thinks they watch the show for watching the show. But how do you know the show itself wasn't the ad? So that when you finally watch the ad, that was the main content. That's why they pay so many millions of dollars for a Super Bowl ad because they know how strong the following is from fanaticism so that they can manipulate to go buy more product. Right. Think about that environment. What's your environment? So you talk about this, they manage to marginalize and shrink the world into your phone, but then at the cost of us separating more and more from our own humanity. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Right. So that's why environment is very key, very important. I mean, we talk about it, revenge too. I know this from experience because a lot of people like growing up in high school and stuff like that, if you don't like, I've seen them just a lot of people do this. If someone did something wrong to them, it's almost like they want to see what they're doing so that they can project negativity towards that person. Correct. That's so, very immature, right? Yeah, and when we talk about revenge, it's like, who are you really helping? Mm -hmm. 
are, you're really digging a grave for yourself because you're just being consumed by the negativity. Correct. And think of all that time you wasted on it that could be used to go create something, to go build something, to allow that value to come back to you. Mm -hmm. But if you don't create and build something and you're wasting all the, your resources on that, then how could you ever get out of what situation you're physically in or whatever situation you don't want to be in? Very difficult, right? Right. So for people that maybe feel like they have revenge towards somebody, mm -hmm. and maybe it's really, really deep because they may have been through something, mm -hmm. what, do you, what do you suggest for that person that's listening? Well, everyone's different, and that's why most people get calls because mm -hmm. it's all very personal. And for each person, what they perceive that action against them could be interpreted in many different ways. Like, right. for instance, one person said, you know what, this person hates me, dislikes me, I don't know why, I don't know, and they, I feel like they take advantage of me. Once we broke it all down, we just realized that the person was like that because the person who was complaining didn't do their job, made all these promises, never followed up on, made all these things that they were going to do, never did it. And so well, what's that person supposed to do to right. get them to get off their behind and go do something? Right. So do you understand context? Yeah. Everyone thinks that they're always right in their situation. Let's see the other side of the coin. Mm -hmm. Let's see what that other side holds before we can create that strategy. Right. Yeah. And so another one is success is the best revenge. Mm -hmm. If you're using like revenge to fuel something, mm -hmm. even if it's, let's say you want to build a business mm -hmm. or you want to you want to maybe get all these like muscles and stuff mm -hmm. like that because maybe you're bullied and like you use that as your fuel mm -hmm. is that productive or does that still infuse a lot of that negative emotions so it's always the source that you draw on so a lot of people i know say well like how you said success is the best revenge but it doesn't mean that it had to be revenge it could have just meant that success was so much more happier where you wanted to be in life and you didn't want to partake in that. Do you understand? Mm -hmm. But if you're doing it just because you want to show off, if you're doing it because you want to make yourself feel better than somebody else, if you're doing it for all the wrong reasons, then maybe it's not the healthiest. Right. Do you understand? Because you're still thinking about them. You're still worrying about other people that you don't know, that you're given value of opinion of who you are and what you do in life. Do you understand? Mm -hmm. So you got to get rid of that mentality and habit of thinking that you need revenge in your life at all yes you want to do something better but do it from a much healthier place do right. it from a place where there's a lot easier to grow right yeah so as we wrap up are there any other thoughts that you want to share about revenge or well let's hear from the audience right. do they have any right. if they do what is their revenge tied to right so leave a comment below and be sure to like and subscribe if you enjoyed this. We would love to hear from you. And we would love to hear your feedback as well. Thank you. Thanks.